This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 964 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Greetings, horse people. Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today is another tip inspired by a listener question. This is part two of our fly spray series. One of our astute Horse Tip Daily fans had some questions about fly spray, so I reached out to the good folks at WF Young. You may know them as Absorbing. And Jeannie McKenzie agreed to come on the show and clear up some cloudy areas regarding bug repellents for horses. This time we're talking about shelf life. And we'll get right to our tip after this important message from EasySignsOnline.com. Easy Signs Online is the official sign company of the Horse Radio Network. This week's product highlight are their personalized nameplates. Perfect for horse stalls, tack rooms, lockers, bedroom doors, dog kennels, or whatever you can think of. Choose from hundreds of online graphics to further customize the nameplates from EasySignsOnline.com. Made from one-half-inch thick, solid PVC signboard, these colorful and unique one-sided nameplates are three-and-a-half inches by 16 inches, and are designed for durability, long-term indoor or outdoor use. They are only $39.95 each, and remember, free shipping on most orders over $100. Visit them at EasySignsOnline.com. Welcome to the show, Jeannie. Thank you so much for having me. It's almost like an annual rite of passage for horse folks that... We start dusting off the fly spray bottles that were left over from last year and thinking about what we need to get this year and whether or not we want to stock up. And invariably, in the back of the tack box, in the bottom of the brush container, underneath of the porch where the dog grabbed it, you find an old bottle of fly spray whose expiration date is no longer visible. Is there a shelf life on fly spray? Dare we use the stuff that's been sitting there for 10 years? Well, uh, hopefully your product still has uh, an expiration date on it. It should, um, but certainly as we know, as you kind of rotating what you uh, have this season, what you need and what you have left over from previous seasons, certainly that's um, the decision needs to be made about what's still good and what's not. You know, part of that has to do with how your fly spray has been stored um, in terms of uh, if it's been in a uh, temperature controlled environment, meaning not too extreme uh, heat or too extreme cold. Um, and if it's um, water-based, then certainly um, those uh, that's freezing cold that can have an effect on um, a fly spray in a general sense. Um, all of our fly sprays have um, over uh, five years um, shelf stability, meaning that it has a, a pretty long shelf life. It's probably effective beyond that. Um, but what we do is we determine the um, how long it should last based on how effective the active ingredients remain um, in the product. So, you know, our goal is to have a the consumer have a positive experience with using the fly sprays, and and for the most part, if it's been stored in proper conditions, then um, you'll probably continue continue to see that the product works. Um, I can't say that necessarily for all fly sprays because um, 
Certainly there are um, some sprays that contain ingredients that um, maybe don't have uh, as long of a, of a shelf life. And so you'd probably want to educate yourself as to what is in the product and whether or not um, there is uh, indicated on the actual label itself. There should be as an EPA product when it was made and, and how long that particular product should last. Um, and it's really to give the most uh, safe and positive experience um, with, with the product. So there can be a difference in uh, anticipated shelf life, and shelf life meaning that it's being stored at, uh, t- at climate-controlled temperatures, not up north in a cabinet in the barn or uh, in Miami in a cabinet in the barn. The expected shelf life of an oil-based product is likely to be shorter than the expected shelf life of a water-based product? Is that... Could I say something that general? Well, you know, it really does depend on the particular manufacturer and what they're using for for active ingredients. There are some oil-based fly sprays on the market that have a very high percentage of ingredients. And so, you know, really in order to, uh, it may be okay, but the the experience may not be as good as what was listed originally on the label when um, uh, the product was made, you know, several years ago. Um, So I guess in a general sense, good manufacturers, um, they um, would make sure that there is testing and have uh, done the shelf life so that, uh, and that's what appears on the actual uh, label itself is to let the consumer know so that they can make that decision um, as to whether or not they want to use up what they have left and if it's still good. Um, and if not, if it's beyond that date, then certainly um, one, of the, one of the risks is that it's just not going to be as effective as it used to be. And as we talked, um, you know, early in your show, the rotation, um, you know, as as you introduce um, insecticides and or repellents that are less and less effective, you know, that can have an impact on the fly population that's uh, in your environment. So you kind of want to make sure that if you're going to use um, insecticide-based products, that they're they're good and they're strong, um, and they're you know EPA compliant with the the labeling and the dating. Got it. So, and there, there should be a date to be found. That's good to know. So I can look, I, again, I'll take my magnifying glass to the barn with me and try to find that. So if I want to maximize the shelf life of my fly spray, let's say we have a big barn, there are 30 horses there and 19 different owners. And of course, everybody's got their own concoction fly spray brand. We should all take them home and put them in the closet in the laundry room over the winter so that they don't freeze because that's going to maximize our, our available shelf life. Am I right there? It can have an impact, certainly. It's, it does depend on the amount of water that's in the particular product um, that you're using. So, you know, what we have found, since it's more common than not that people actually do leave um, all of their chemical-based things, um, you know, in, in the tack room, is that you want to, you know, again, recheck those dates, but also, um, you know, certainly um, shaking the bottle and or, um, you know, putting it back sometimes things can separate. Um, so whether or not that's if because the product has been there a long time or it hasn't, um, certainly, you know, I think that is a is one way to um, 
you know, and test the integrity of the product. Another is if you're not sure, don't, don't take the chance. Um, some people will do things like a, um, like a spot test, um, and, or just, you know, I guess make sure, um, before they apply it, um, either to the animal or to, um, you might want to try it as a, as a premise and, or, you know, try it in some smaller sort of application. Um, if you're, if you're not true, you know, sure, uh, whether or not the product is still good. Um, and if you're a wuss like me, you just don't use it. And that's, you know, that's the better thing to do. If you're, <laughs> if you're, if you're at all concerned, um, certainly your love that you have for, for your horse, uh, precedes anything. So <laughs> if you're at all concerned, you know, then don't take the chance. It's, it's not really worth it. Um, but, um, certainly, but, you know, go, buying quality, um, products that utilize, you know, high grade ingredients will give you a better assurance that you're going to have a good experience with the product. Now, how about the opposite end of the spectrum, heat and humidity? For example, folks who live in the far south in tropical areas, is that as likely to degrade the effectiveness of the product? Is it more likely or less likely than freezing to degrade the effectiveness? Um, I think that, you know, it's not so much an extreme temperature as it is exposure to sunlight. Um, <gasps> really? So, yeah. I uh, would not have guessed the, that. Yeah, the the py- pyrethrin in particular, it's a it's a natural based insecticide. One of its shortcomings is that it can easily break down in sunlight, and so um, a good products like our UltraShield EX, they'll have other ingredients um, to help extend the um, shelf life, if you will, or the effectiveness of the pyrethrin. So acknowledging um, that, uh, you know, sort of upfront that it's great that it's natural, but uh, left by itself or only a pie-based product, um, it's an effective insecticide, but if it's, um, you know, exposed to sunlight, it'll, it'll has a higher probability of, of breaking down um, quicker over time. Interesting. And and all this, ooh, see, now I'm really concerned because my fly sprayer in the barn, frequently the fly sprayer that comes on the top of the fly spray, it doesn't last. It gets broken. You hang it on the fence wrong. You knock it down. It breaks. And you pour it into a new fly sprayer and it says fly spray on the side, but it's a clear bottle. So maybe I shouldn't be using a clear bottle. Well, again, it depends on what's in that fly spray. We know that's a very common occurrence um, to you know, transfer product, um, whether it's because a sprayer got knocked around a bit and or sometimes people purchase um, the, their fly spray in a gallon refill and so they're transferring it into um, another container. You know, again, if it's not left out in sort of the direct sunlight, that's a better way to, um, you know, uh, handle and or store that product um, just to kind of protect it over time. Interesting. Now, see, I never even thought about that because I was aware of the pyrethrins being sensitive to exposure to light, and that's why they don't last as long because Mother Nature breaks them down. That's what she's supposed to do. Mm -hmm. Um, That's why they don't bother your horse. But on the other hand, it never occurred to me that putting them in a clear bottle and letting it sit in the sunshiny aisleway probably wasn't a good idea. Yeah, there's, there's, uh, there's, there's better ways to, I guess, to protect the integrity of it. Uh, you know, anything extreme is, uh, is not good. <laughs> well, now I know I'm going to get, I'm going to get a dark colored fly spray bottle because I can't reuse the empty ultra shield if I'm putting something else in it. Cause that's not a good idea either. That is correct. We prefer that you don't do that. And, and, um, 
you know, again, I think that uh, in, in a general sense, um, you know, the overall sort of attention to what's going on within the barn in terms of the traditional, you know, uh, barn management practices will also help um, in terms of, you know, keeping the overall fly uh, population down, um, certainly, obviously, with, um, you know, manure management and um, what's happening in the pasture in terms of, you know, weeds and standing water, um, you know, all of those factors kind of come into play to kind of keep the overall fly population down and then certainly using quality fly spray um, that have, um, you know, ingredients that have been tried and true and tested and, and, um, and have proper labeling that reflect, you know, how good it is and how long it works. Um, that all becomes kind of part of, you know, the decision about what's, what's the right product for you. There we go. So take your magnifying glass to the store with you folks, read the labels, having listened to Horse Tip Daily and what Janie McKinley has to say, you will be ready and properly armed to take on the fly spray war this year. And thank you so much, Janie, for stopping by. Well, there you go. Thank you again to Jeannie McKenzie from WF Young for helping us out here on Horse Tip Daily. You can find all, all sorts of information about their products at WFYoung.com or Absorbing.com. You can find lots more tips ranging from barn care to websites for horse people at HorseTipDaily.com. Just look for the drop topics drop-down menu on the left. And now you can have every single one of your favorite Horse Radio Network shows with you wherever you go with the free Horse Radio Network app for both iPhone and Android. Just go to your app store and search Horse Radio Network. You can download it today. It's quick and it's free and it's easy. This podcast has been made possible through the generous support of EasySignsOnline.com and listeners like you. The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.